With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mentally in the game. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the Who's Number One podcast. I'm your host, Michael Sears, going solo today without my co-host, Chase Smith. Uh, got my uh, guest, Heath Pettigrew, calling in, but first, some updates. Uh, some couple big events coming this weekend. We got two live events, uh, just like a lot of weekends lately. We got Fight to Win, 146, coming up on Friday night. Uh, Andrew Wiltsey versus John Combs, uh, co-main event is Kyle Terra versus the guy Tuttle, I think, from 10th Planet Austin, Texas. And the main event is uh, Edwin Najmi versus Kay Shanio. Some great stuff coming up there. Also wanted to give you a reminder on some recent updates. Uh, ADCC 2021, like like we announced a couple weeks ago on the show, going to be on Flow Grappling, of course. All the trials, all eight trials, and at ADCC 2021, September 25th and 26th. Flow Films, we got some... Uh, Reed's been hard at work making some exciting flow films. He's got Ronin, the, the Year of Keenan, the the Levi film, the Leandro film, the Wrestling versus Grappling one. Stay tuned. There's going to be more Daisy Fresh stuff coming. We'll talk about that in a minute with Heath. Rankings have been updated. Uh, Gee rankings been updated finally. I, I had to take a lot of people out because they haven't competed in over a year. Some people are crying that hey stuff got canceled for Corona, but hey that was stuff was only really canceled for two months. I mean we've had two events a week. Uh, for the last couple months, and before that, you had what eight months or so to compete since Worlds. So if you didn't compete since Worlds 2019, you're out of there. And let's bring in my guest, calling in from Mount Vernon, Illinois, Heath Pedigo. Heath, how's it going, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Glad to be here, hanging with you guys today. What's going down? Nothing much, man. I'm excited. We got uh, some more uh, Daisy Fresh guys, and some more Pedigo Submission Fighting, not Pedigo Fighting Systems. Pedigo Submission Fighting guys. <laughs> How many guys you got on uh, Fight to Win 146 this weekend? We got five guys this weekend. Uh, Andrew Wiltsey, of course, uh, and John Combs in one of the like co-main events. That'll be a like super kick-ass uh, match. I think everybody's pretty excited about that. And uh, Clay Mayfield, he's one of our brown belts. He's actually fighting for a title in the brown belt. George Valadares, Alejandro Viner, and Jacob Couch, all as purple belts. And we got a little... Young thug, uh, blue belt, Jacob Borneman. He's going to come in and uh, get his debut in, so pretty exciting. 
That's six guys. You miscounted. You got six guys competing this week. Oh, yes. That's Illinois math, man. Six <laughs> but uh, let's talk. Let, let's rewind a little bit because uh, a couple weeks ago at Fight to Win, your, your team made the Fight to Win debut. And uh, let's talk about that experience. Uh, we filmed it all. It's going to come out on a, another episode of Daisy Fresh. It was pretty cool. We drove down in an RV from uh, Mount Vernon to uh, Dallas, like a 10-hour drive. It was pretty cool but yeah what was the experience like with your guys competing a fight to win a couple weeks ago i mean it was really cool you know i mean that was our first one so we were pretty excited about you know like uh that you know you know it's kind of nervous you know doing stuff with new organizations and stuff but man like seth and the fight to win crew like killed it it was uh you know it's like it, it was a perfectly ran event we were extremely happy with uh j just the event uh not only the way it was ran but just the way everybody was treated you know i think all all the guys even from the kids in the blue belts are treated like pros so i think it's a uh, I think it was a really great event, man. We were really, really excited about, uh, you know, uh, being able to be a part of that and, uh, you know, now being able to be a part of them in the future. So it's definitely one of my favorite things that we've done. Uh, what You went like, what, 6-0, and 7-0? and What was the team's results yeah, yeah. there? We had seven guys going. We went 7-0. and So it was a pretty uh, – it, it was pretty good, man, P pretty killer. I don't think it could have went too, too much better. Uh, you know, like you said, we took the RV down and filmed uh, the Daisy Fresh episode three uh, – and man, I, I don't know. It was it was pretty cool, dude. It was like there's a lot of badass stuff. I think it's going to be just as good as the first two. So we're pretty excited about that. Yeah, I feel like your team uh, fits in perfectly for uh, fight to win rules compared to a lot of other teams as well. Because you guys aren't the team that's like in practice, like thinking about and, and strategizing in practice, like how to win by an advantage or how to you know get away with stalling. Like you see that in gyms. And you guys are yeah, the, no like doubt. the type of gym where you guys you guys are going for the kill all day long. Do you, how do you feel your guys uh, stack up and fight to win in the submission only rules? I, I think it's great. You know what I mean? It's like uh, like you just said, we just kind of redline it all the time. So it's like the guys are constantly going for uh, you know they're going for submissions the whole time, and like you know you can slam too. So that's a major thing. The guys are kind of like usually from wrestling backgrounds, being from the Midwest. You know they're a little they're a little rougher. So I think they they like to get it in and kind of do that. So. I think that I think the, the the rules are really cool. You know what I mean? It's like uh, it's definitely something different that pushes the action. You know what I mean? Instead of you know guys just getting on top and kind of you know uh, just staying in positions and kind of being lazy. So I, I think it's pretty badass and it, it fits to our skill set pretty solid. I think. Obviously, the big story of the first Daisy Fresh films was uh, Andrew getting his black belt at the end. Spoiler alert: if you haven't seen it, but uh, he made his black belt debut at that uh, fight to win. What was the experience like for you? Um, I was really nervous, man. It was almost like I'm competing all over again. And he was really nervous, too. You could see in the match. Uh, you know, we were really thankful for Isaiah because Andrew went through, like, five or six opponents. You know, the, the list started out, and it was like, okay, um, uh, these, are, these are the guys that's probably going to be one of these guys. And then it kind of kept getting narrowed down to, like, four guys, three guys, two guys. And then luckily for us, Isaiah was, like, cool enough to step up and, you know, uh, come and do that and he's a really seasoned dude you know so he i i think you know his game plan was kind of just hey let me get this heel hook uh yeah a good heel hook attempt that's like close you know and get the five points and then as long as i don't get submitted the rest of the time i think i can be solid and uh i think andrew was andrew was a little uh you know what i mean like uh i think he was a little nervous going into it and he was got got started a little bit slow but you know once he gets going man he starts passing and moving he's a He's a tank, man, and he just starts buzzsawing through there. And then, uh, you know, as soon as he passed, I think it, it was about 30 seconds he got on the back. And uh, like I said, Isaiah was a great opponent, though, man. We really appreciate him. And, 
and Seth for hooking that up and uh, uh, allowing us to, to, you know, like debut on that show, man. It was like a really memorable experience for us. And the fact that Flo caught it, you know, when it's going to be the, the third episode is really super cool, man. Yeah, not everybody knows about Andrew. He's somebody we've been talking about for a while, but I mean, not everybody follows the color belts like we do, right? So, uh, for people who he's he has a, he has his biggest match yet. He's got a ranked opponent, ranked Nogi opponent. John Combs, I think, was ranked yeah. fourteen or fifteen. So, I mean, this would obviously be a big win for him. He's ADCC vet, ADCC trials winner. Uh, why don't you describe Andrew as a competitor a little bit for people going into this match with John? I mean, so Andrew's like really the, the perfect example of what when you think of somebody, a, a jiu-jitsu guy, he's like a, he's like a really like, you know, quiet individual that's like sometimes, you know, people just don't know that they're, they're athletic. You know what I mean? They, they, they got to kind of break out of their shell. You know, it's like he's into like, you know, like uh, anime and like he reads books and stuff like that. So getting him to, you know, using jiu-jitsu to, to, to break him out of his shell and realize that he had a lot of athletic ability. You know what I mean? It was like uh like I said, he's a perfect example for that, you know, for, for like coaches and stuff. But as a competitor, man, he came onto the scene. He was a Pans and Worlds champ at white, uh, blue, purple, and brown. Uh, a gi and no gi and all of those too. So, uh, I mean, he's came up through the ranks. But, you know, black belt is the new uh, – that, that, that that's it's like starting over at white belt. Although, again, man, like you said, John Combs, I believe he was actually even ranked in the top ten at some point. He has some huge submission wins over like uh, um, Isaac, you know, a couple black belt world champions. Tinoco. He's guillotine Tinoco. Yeah, Tanoko, some great guys. And like you said, he was an ADCC qualifiers uh, champ. And, uh, you know, even at ADC, he had a great showing, man. So he's a really, really seasoned competitor. So, I mean, you know, I, I hate when people say it's a, a win-win. But, you know, in, in, in this situation, if there ever is one, I mean, for Andrew, it's like, uh, you know what I mean? It's because uh, you always want to win. You know, you don't go with anything expecting to, like, uh, you not do well. But, I mean, I, I think it's a solid match. And I think Andrew's going to come up on top and push the pace. You know, of course, John's known for guillotines. You know, it's not a, like, secret. You know, guillotines people from everywhere. He's never out of the match. He could be down 50 points, and he could still come back and get a submission, you know. And he's a lot like Wiltsy. You know, they're kind of kind of like, you know, uh, similar in a lot of ways. They're built similar, you know what I mean, and, 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 and kind of like a, kind of that compact style. So, uh uh, good wrestlers. I think it'll be good, man. I think it's going to be a killer match. Uh, I remember sitting with you years ago at Chicago Open when Andrew was, he would just go there and get quadruple gold every time. And uh, Josh Hanger would do the same at Blackburn. We would be wondering, like, man, I wonder how Andrew would do against Josh, right? Like, how does it feel to be yeah. seeing him? Like, now he's got a match uh, against a, a big name black belt, against a known black belt, and it's, uh, it's the next level. How does that feel for you? It's really great for me, man. You know, it's like that, that, you know, that, that old saying, you know, you just keep grinding until your rivals are your, 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 you know, there's just, these like these guys heroes, you know what I mean? They've looked up to these guys and they, 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 you know, they've, uh, you know, when you watch black belt matches, these are the guys that, 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 that you, uh, you know, you think about one day, maybe uh, going against or you like, you know, being like them. So when you step out there on the mat with them, it's like, you know, it's almost kind of like that you've made it, you know, you've made it to the party. So, for me as his coach, I'm really excited for him, you know, for him to be, like I said, you know, you go through the color belts and a lot of people, you know, kind, kind of cut that down. You know, a, a lot of people that are out there in the world, they don't realize what it's what it means to win a purple belt world championship or a brown belt world championship, you know. For sure. And uh, they, they don't realize that some of these kids that do this, I mean, you can watch the kids that are the juvenile blue belts and these kids are going to, a lot of them are going to be the next black belt world champions, you know what I mean? And a lot of people, you know, they struggle, struggle accepting that. But dude, just the, it, it, it's 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 nothing to do with the old generation. It's just the younger generation that's coming up, and it's just like every sport, man. You know that they, they they excel so fast. They're bigger, stronger, faster. You know, it's just uh, the work ethic is the only thing that remains the same. You know what I mean? But the sport just grows and it evolves, and 
you know, being a part of that and and looking across and seeing these guys, even me myself, I've idolized and watched and scouted, you know, and been a fan of it's, it's, it's really exciting for me to, to, to get to do that as well. So I know that Andrew stoked, man, uh, he actually doesn't watch any video. So like he hasn't even seen John or probably doesn't even know who he is. I know that that sounds bad. John's an amazing competitor, but Andrew just doesn't really watch tape or do anything, man. You know, he just kind of trains and uh, read books. We say that all the time. You know, it sounds like a, a, a broken record, but that's just kind of what the guy does. You know what I mean? He, I, I, I tell him all the time, you got to watch video on these guys, man. And he just likes to just get out there and, you know, kind of kind of just scrap. Yeah. What would you say uh, some of John's strengths are? And what do you think Andrew's path to victory is? What do you think Andrew's got to do to get this, this W? I mean, I, I, I would like for Andrew to wrestle him down the whole time. I mean, in all, uh, in all, all of uh, Wiltsy's, uh, you know, dubs, he, he's wonderful from top and bottom, man. But when he's on top, obviously, I'd prefer to see him on top. I think that uh, I think the wrestling is going to be really, really close. Uh, I think that Andrew's wrestling surprises a lot of people. He doesn't have a lot of uh, – uh, he, he doesn't have any experience at like a, even a high school level. You know, all the wrestling that he's learned has been in the room uh, from, the, from, from uh, the guys in the gym, you know. So uh, I think that it's going to be a really close wrestling match. And, you know, I think the plan is just put John on his back. And I think once he's on his back, I think that Andrew can pretty much mow him down. And I think that he'll, uh, he, he'll pressure him so much and he'll put the heat on him. And then I think he'll, uh, you know, the pressure makes the diamond. I think he'll, he'll fold and I think he'll get on the back and, get the you know the, the the rear naked choke so that, that that's kind of the plan obviously he has to watch out for like i said john can guillotine from anywhere man it's not just from shots or wrestling or wrestling up from uh the bottom you know he's uh he's a very dangerous guy and he's really skilled man you know it's not just guillotines he's solid you know he has other submission wins too and i think sometimes you can be so scared of something it's like uh you know some guys are so afraid of leg locks you know it's like the calterra match that's coming up I think the guy from 10th Planet's kind of relatively unknown to everyone who's not in the 10th Planet world, you know what I mean? But look, yeah. you can you can never count these guys out, you know what I mean? It's like, if you're afraid to be leg-locked, uh, you know, when you're afraid of something, that's the first thing that always happens. You know, it seems like the guys are so worried about getting leg-locked, that actually ends up happening to them. So, you know, I just think that, that with the key with Wiltsy to win is just taking it after John, you know, and respecting the year team, but fuck it, just, uh, you know, not respecting it at the same time. Yeah, that's interesting that you would say wrestling is the route. I would, if I was going against John Combs, I'd try to stay the hell away from wrestling because that's that's his home run right there, right? That's his. Uh, he's a he's killer his, man. That, that, that's his knockout shot. But uh, yeah, what do you think? Of, you talked a little bit about the. Uh, actually, before we get into the other matches, let's talk about your other guys that are on the card. Let's let's move our way up. You got uh, Jacob Borneman competing. That's yeah. uh, he's making his fight to win debut. He didn't do it a couple weeks. Talk a little bit about Jacob. So Jacob, yeah, he moved. Uh, he, he moved in with us uh, in the gym when he was 16. While I was still going to high school, and he moved down. You know, he was having a little trouble at school. He's from a real small, uh, small farm town. So he he came in as a white belt, and he won the pans and won the worlds. And uh, at blue, uh, I'd given him his blue belt, and then he was a silver medalist at the Nogi pans. I think he'd had his blue belt for about five days or six days. So we were kind of struggling to get that that card signed. Finally, the IBJJF signed it at the last minute. And he was able to compete. He's a great competitor, man. It's like. I think he's someone that would be a great match for the younger Tackett kid, like later down the road. He's a blue belt. You know, he's still got about a year and a half of blue belt, but he's super aggressive, man. So everybody that's going to watch the show, make sure you check him out, dude. He's like slamming all the time and just being wild. He's a super crazy wild kid. In the Daisy Fresh video, there's actually a, uh, in the in the highlight, there's actually someone like ramping the tr- the truck over the road with the, with, with the top cut off. That's actually, yeah. he's like a, 
he's a super wild kid, man. And his grappling is just like that. He gets like into the most wild positions. You know, he'll be like upside down mount and doing backflips and all kinds of stuff. So he's like really, really awesome to, to, to watch. He'll be fun. Also, you got George Valadares. George uh, won by, he was heavily featured in the Daisy Fresh film series. Uh, he won by submission by a heel hook at the last uh, time you guys did fight to win in his fight to win debut. Uh, talk about George a little bit about this matchup. Yeah, so, so, so George's matchup, uh, uh, you know, like uh, George won by heel hook in the, the last fight to win a, uh, a couple weeks ago. And, man, he's, he's really solid. George, George is really great, man. He's kind of flown under the radar at Purple Belt because at, uh, at Nogi Pans, the first round, he had Pedro Merlin, who actually uh, won, won the Open at Nogi Worlds. And uh, the first round at uh, Nogi Worlds, he, he had uh, Matias Rodriguez, who got his brown belt today, actually. And uh, so he had both of those guys, and I believe lost to both of them by advantages. So it's like, he, you know, he's right there with those guys, but it was just, you know, the, the, you know how the draw goes sometimes, man. The guy who loses the first round can win the whole shit, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. he's kind of flowing under the radar and hasn't got to knock it out of the park yet. But, I mean, I think he's going to really step it onto the scene and, you're going to start really seeing him tear it up, man. He's amazing. Uh, his wrestling's really coming a long way. And uh, he's, uh, you know, like I said, uh, his passing is solid. He's really great with the leg lock game, man. So, I mean, anyone who mixes it up, I think he can go toe-to-toe pretty much with anyone leg lock-wise. He's, he's really solid. And uh, that, that, that's, that's a big surprise, I think, for everybody. I think everybody kind of thought, like, that maybe we were just scrappers and they didn't realize that, that, that uh, you know, we had maybe the leg lock knowledge. A lot of our guys won by hill hook in the last show. I think people were kind of surprised at that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, another guy that won by heel hook, Jacob Couch. He wasn't around when we shot the uh, Daisy Fresh, but I think when the next one comes out, he's going to be a fan favorite. I mean, this is the Hillbilly Hammer, Mr. Biscuits and Gravy himself, very charismatic guy yeah. and also very, very good competitor. Talk about Jacob a little bit. Yeah, so Jacob, like you said, he uh, he's a killer man. Jacob was a Nogi World Champion at Blue Belt. And then he, uh, this last year at Nogi Worlds, he, he, he was uh, he was a silver medalist in the Open. He lost to uh, 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 Pedro Merlin by the uh, uh, in the finals of that man. He's really solid. The last fight to win, he won by heel hook. Um, he had a really solid competitor too. The guy had won a ton of IBGGF tournaments, a lot of local Nogi stuff there in Texas. And this time, I believe he's going against Cam Padilla, who's also kind of in Texas. He's a solid wrestler. I saw he. He's done some, like, you know, wrestling clinics, and I think he's, he's really tough, man. He's a pretty seasoned competitor. So I think, uh, you know, uh, Couch is from a, a place uh, in Kentucky, Hazard, Kentucky. It's like a really, really um, mountain, old coal mining town, you know. So Jacob kind of represents the Midwest of, you know, like small towns and just people who kind of came from nothing, you know what I mean? He's a really, really hard worker. And if, you know, you could see, you know, it, it's he's kind of made a joke about, you know, like growing up in the, in the trailer park and being the – you know all, all that stuff but you know i'm really proud of him because he came a really really long way and uh and uh you know um you know once you see like the conditions that he was raised in you know where he's made it now it's you know it's kind of like the kids that come over from brazil everyone's really happy for them you know they get out of the favela it's kind of you know people don't realize that that still happens here in the united states you know what i mean just because it's not the favela doesn't mean you know the conditions are always the best so He's from a really, really, really tough place, man, and he's killing it, dude. He's, uh, I think he's going to really, really turn some some huge heads, man, and get some really, really big wins when we get him matched up with some of these top guys, uh, uh, you know, here here in the next few months. I think people are going to see. Also, you got Jero, Alejandro Viner, another guy heavily featured in the Daisy Fresh series. His name looks like Wagner or something, or Wagner, yeah, but yeah, Viner. So, yeah, uh, talk about Alejandro. So Alejandro, uh, like you said, actually pronounced Viner, but uh, he, he takes it however he gets it now, I guess. He, uh, 
he's uh you know Alejandro got you know he's got this killer duck under man he's actually uh I've actually seen the guy wrestling with Bo Nickel before and, and they, they've been they've been wrestling live I've actually seen Alejandro duck Bo of course after that he gave him a vicious beat you know what I mean but still the guy has his 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 takedown abilities man are just really really great dude and he's a major major uh, help for our team and raising he the hit a nice throw him. nice throw in the last fight to win he had a huge throw, man. I saw that too. It had like a quarter of a million views, and it was like being yeah. shared all over, man. Yeah, it was really, really great, man. He, you know, he's he's really, really capable of, like I said, taking down anybody. You know, if if the if, if the situation's there, like I said, he he has the skills to do that, man. So, uh, uh, yeah, he, he has a match uh, uh, this weekend as well, and I, I think uh, I think you're actually going to see him win from the bottom this time. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw that out there and mix it up for you guys. I think we're gonna. We're gonna we're gonna we've been working on some different stuff, so I think we're gonna we're gonna turn that upside down on everybody and kind of mix it up and you know you know All right. a little shock out there. Yeah, Alejandro is known for his uh, takedowns. So hits a duck under almost every match. Obviously, hit that throw last time. You're saying he might uh, might play a little guard work this time. Who else yeah, you got? Clay, May- Clay yeah, Mayfield. Clay May- yeah, Clay Mayfield. for a title. He's fighting for the title, and I actually don't remember the guy's name off the top of my head. But uh, he's he's had some killer. I think he's a silver medalist at the uh, 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 bronze medalist at the worlds. I believe at purple he lost. Uh, Look it up uh, right Jan- now. Jansen Gomez, I believe, is who that he lost to. But you know, he's a really really seasoned competitor, man. I think he won a Europeans title and several like uh, you know Europe and uh, Asian titles. He's really seasoned, man, and competed a lot. So he's uh, it's going to be a really really killer match, you know. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, like I said, man, Clay, Clay is like the upset king. You know, he just had a, a pretty big uh, win against uh, Eduardo Roca and some other really, really good guys. And, uh, you know, the fight to win rules are the perfect Xavier example. Silva. Xavier, Xavier Silva. Xavier Silva. Yeah. Xavier Silva, that's it. So the fight to win rules are the perfect rules for guys like Clay, man, because it's like he just goes for submission the entire time. You know, he's never trying to win by, by, by points or, you know, bullshit or hang on. He never stops trying to win. You know, when coaching the guys, I tell them, look, the second that you stop trying to win and you start trying not to lose, that's when you lose. You know, you're up an advantage and you keep holding on. And that, that, that that's how guys get beat, you know, and Clay's like never guilty of that. He's constantly like pushing the action and going for submission after submission after submission. So this guy, man, can literally catch anybody. So I, I think that uh, I think it's going to be killer. I mean, you can literally match the guy against anybody, man. He's going to come out and like perform. He had a big win in the last fight to win. He won by a... Uh, Actually, ref decision. He had the rear naked choke locked in at the last second there, and he got the the unanimous decision. So, uh, yeah, he, he's the other brown belt that's on that's on the the card. I think we covered all of them, right? Because we already talked about Andrew for a little a while. Uh, yep, yep. How they how they get down there this week? Are they riding the RV? What are they doing? So they're actually not. We didn't get to have the RV. So like last week, all the guys went and they competed at a, a, a local tournament. They've been winning those big checks. You know, everybody's been having those tournaments like locally where they get the Happy Gilmore checks. So the guys have been going yeah. around and they got a big stack yeah. of them in in, in the, the RV. Che- so the RV, the big check might cost more than the money that it's worth uh, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they're pretty proud of them though, man. You yeah. take them to the gas station. The Happy Gilmore checks. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> but uh. But, uh, you know, they they, uh, they they took it down. And the guy who actually owns it, he's from Florida, Jess is his name. And he actually, he, he has to, he can't make it this weekend. You know, at this point, almost kind of kind of last minute, you know, just only, only had about yeah. 10 days notice on it. So so we weren't able to do it. So they just, uh, you know, we're just jumping down and, and driving. It's only about, uh, I think it's only about a 14-hour drive. So it's not that bad. You know, we just jump in and knock it out in a day and get there. And kiss For sure. And, 
Hopefully, another. Too. Hopefully, the team goes undefeated again. We get to go get some victory panned out in Austin, Texas. Uh, just a few minutes left. I want to hear first. I want to hear some of your thoughts. Just quick uh, predictions on the on the main matches. What do you think about Kyle Terra versus Gabe Tuttle? So you know what? I'm just going to go on a limb. Obviously, Kyle Terra can never be counted down or out. Man, the guy's like ten times, uh, you know, champion, and uh, obviously he's. Um, you know, can be considered one of the greatest of all time. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to go with the upset of this. I'm going to go with Tuttle just because I think he's going to get in on the legs. And, uh, I, 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 you know, I don't, I, I don't know that uh, uh, Cal's going to be ready for that. So I'm just going to go and I'm going to just call for the upset, man. Like, uh, you know, uh, live with the young guys on this one. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle likes heel hook so, too. He's got heel hook wins and fight to win. All right, let me think uh, the, the main event, uh, Edwin Najmi versus Caixinho. What do you think about this one? Well, I man, you know, it's like Edwin always brings it, and Cachino is just a solid competitor, man. The guy basically has wins against everybody, you know, even on fight to win. You know, he's kind of he's kind of the guy that I think everybody never kind of, you know, you just can't ever count him out, dude. He's just such a solid competitor, man, and he's so good from uh, so good from every position. But you know, I'm going to go with Edwin on this one. I, I like Edwin, and uh, I think with Jonathan Gracie, uh, you know, he kind of got stalled out, and he didn't really get to, uh, he really didn't get to, you know. Uh, put everything out there that that, that he had like in, in the gas tank and this time I think he's going to come and just bring it and like throw it all down and I think he's going to catch X you know in the win I think he's going to it's going to go uh, Edwin by triangle on this one I think he's going to catch him and just you know kind of take it to him the whole time all right and then uh what about Saturday night I don't know if you've seen the bracket for third coast they have a really great nogi bracket going on you got one side you got Hulk and Felipe Andrew and then Gabriel Almeida and Guilherme Augusto the other side you have Roberto versus Nicky Rod and Cyborg versus Arnaldo Maidana. Who do you think comes out of that thing? Man, you know, the the, the obviously the most exciting match, you know, well, for, for me, is like the Nicky Rod and Roberto Jimenez match. I think that's obviously just like completely fireworks. And it's like, you know, Roberto's just, man, the, 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 this kid, he's so amazing, dude. He just steps up every weekend, win or lose, you know, no bullshit, no excuses. It's like, you know, when, when he loses, he doesn't say anything. And next weekend, he's just right back at it. The weight class doesn't matter. The tournament doesn't matter. He's just there kind of getting it in. You know what I mean? So everybody has to be a fan of that. And, of course, Nicky's a killer man, you know. And, uh, you know, his coach, Jay, those guys are always ready. And they seem like, they're, you know, they're, they're you know, I, I think it, it's kind of one of those things where people think that Nicky's just this kind of like athletic dude. You know what I mean? I, I don't think they realize how much game planning goes into this stuff. And, you know, I think he kind of plays the – you know, he, he plays the role as just kind of like, oh, yeah, super athlete, you know, uh, good good wrestler from New Jersey. But I think really the guy's got a really killer game plan all the time. He's really good at executing the plan and keeping the match where he wants to keep the match and scrambling out a really bad position. So, um, man, I, I'm just excited about that one as a fan in general, just getting to, like, watch it. I'm really, really excited. I think that uh, I think on the other side of the bracket that the Hulk is going to make it to the finals. And uh, who did you say is on, on the other side? And on on Hulk side or Nicky Rod side? On on Hulk side, it's uh, Guillermo Augusto from Alliance and Gabriel Almeida. I think Hulk goes to the finals there. He's got to be yeah, the favorite. I think, I think Hulk's gonna go to the finals there, man. He's he, he's he's great, especially in that rule set, man. He's so hard to he's so hard to submit, especially if the guys don't have to wear their shirts, man. He's one of them slippery, strong, killer type guys you know he just seems like so i don't, you don't even really see the guy in like bad positions ever you know what i mean even when mm-hmm. he was with gordon he wasn't in uh, you know uh uh he, well gordon puts everybody in bad positions but you know he's just really really great at, you know uh uh you know maintaining well so man i i i think uh you know obviously i think it's either going to be a, a you know either a, a nicky roberto and 
in the finals against the Hulk, man. And I'm just excited as a fan, like I said, to yeah. see that, man. I think it'd be awesome. Good. I'm so glad that they put that match up first, man. Just, just for, for us as fans, man, it's gonna be yeah. Fun. It's going to be fun. All right, Heath, thanks so much for calling in. I'll see you tomorrow when you fly into Austin, man. Good luck with everything. Sounds good. Well, thanks for having us, guys. Make sure you watch Fight to Win Friday. It's going to be some killer stuff on there. Don't miss it. I think 8 Eastern. Yep, whatever Michael Sears said, do that. And then Saturday night, CG's Third going Coast on. Kumite. Check that out, man. Third Coast Kumite, man. Plus, they got the kids doing the Royal Rumble. I don't know what that's about, but I actually got a girl that's going down to do that. She's the only girl in the whole tournament, so Sun Yoon. Kick ass. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate you. Flow Grappling. Talk to you guys later. All right. Talk to you later, Heath.